Good morning. I think it's supposed to be another hot day today. I definitely wilted at the end of yesterday. Come on, dogs! And... But right now, it's delightful. Light breeze. I'm in dappled shade because all the trees along the road where I walk have leafed out. And it's really nice. So I'll enjoy it while I can. I want to talk today about price. Because I feel like pricing something is uh, one of the trickiest things in people's minds. And and it's the thing that I I feel like I keep seeing opportunities to use price as a tool. And I keep seeing people stumble over those opportunities. Um, in general, my prices are low. And that's because that's where I'm comfortable. I would rather start with a low price and have somewhere to grow because I value that momentum over really anything else. I want the trajectory of the price, not the price itself at any given moment in time. And in order to have a trajectory of growth, it's helpful to start low because then you can increase your price over time as your demand increases. Where I see people stumble is they price themselves not necessarily too high to sell, but too high to push the boundary of the demand for what they're doing. So they, they price things and it sells okay, but, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it isn't such a good price that the demand increases to the point where they're pushed to increase how much they produce, which then creates this uh, self-increasing cycle as long as you keep um, uh, documenting that you are increasing more and more. So here, here's an example. I just went today to this website called The Spoon Crank, which is run by this nice guy named Dio, who started a website where he's gathering a bunch of spoon carvers who are all selling their blanks through the website. The idea being that you can shop around and get, you know, blanks from different makers. Uh, and, I, and I just wanted to check in on him. He asked if I wanted to take part, and I said it, it's not a good fit for me because I have so much demand that um, that I can't fill orders in any reasonable time frame, nor do I need to be a part of something like that to get demand for myself. And what I saw, I was actually a little... Um, surprised at what I saw, which is that every single person selling blanks there is selling them for a significant increase on what I sell my blanks for on a per blank basis. 
And honestly, this surprised me because it felt like if I was going into the blank selling business and I looked around and I saw someone like me who had been doing it for years and was doing really well selling at a certain price point, I would then say to myself, well, that's the price point to beat. I I honestly was expecting people to come in and sell blanks at $3 a piece, which is what I started selling blanks at three years ago. And then I've raised them a dollar a year, every year since. But instead, I'm seeing the, 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 the... cheapest blank I saw was seven bucks. Two dollars more than what I charge per blank, which I can only suspect is that to the people selling the blanks, the wood still feels precious, which maybe is an indication that blanks is not the best thing for them to be selling anyways, or that they need to put more effort into generating a better stream of wood if they're going to sell blanks. The other thing it might indicate is that um, is that it takes them a long enough time to make a blank that they feel like they have to charge that amount in order to make it work time-wise, which, again, I feel like you can then push yourself to get faster and better at making something, whatever. The point is, is that I can't believe that at those prices that they're getting much traction. They might be selling some blanks, but I can't believe that they're selling as many blanks as they have time to make. And some of these are people who would love to have, you know, or make a real living, like, like tens of thousands of dollars a year doing what they, doing what they love to do. And it seems to me that at those prices, you're just not going to get the traction that you would get if you had lower prices. Now, maybe those prices are slightly higher because Dio has to take a cut in order to, you know, uh, maintain the website, etc. So maybe there's a middleman effect. But I also suspect that it's just that people's sense of how much something is worth is high. And here's where I get to the real crux of what I'm trying to say. Price is a tool. And it is a tool to drive the engine of your growth. It is the tool you use to create what you want to create. When you are just starting out at something, even if you've been carving for years, when you're just starting out selling something like blanks, unless you have overwhelming demand for them, if you start low and ratchet up your prices over time as demand increases, that's how you generate the most possible work for yourself. You give up some money at the front end to generate way more at the back end. This is true of all sorts of things. And time and again, I see people f- 
thinking or acting as though the price is always going to be what the price is going to be and they need to get it right, right at the beginning. But you don't need to get it right, right at the beginning. You choose some number, which let's face it, is an arbitrary number. It would make sense to choose a number that would generate the kind of effect that you're looking for, like huge demand. So a low price. And then you change the price over time. But if you act like you, your price you choose now is going to be the ch- price you have two years from now, you're missing the point. So I really feel like there's a space. You know, it's, it's weird. When I started out selling blanks, there was nobody else selling blanks. I didn't know what to price them. So I priced, I priced them. I think the first guy, I think I charged $6 a blank for. And then I quickly realized that if I wanted to really sell them, I needed to drop the price. So I cut it in half. And I've been walking my way up ever since. If I was entering a space where there was somebody like me already in the space, my instinct is not to try to match them or to go higher than them. My instinct is to go lower than them because otherwise someone entering the space of wanting to find spoon blanks is going to probably find that other guy first and his price is better. So why the heck would they want to buy from me? So that's the thing that goes through my head. Come on dogs. And the thing that I don't understand is it feels like it feels like these people, you know, many of whom I know and respect are valuing the wrong thing or they say they want they say they want to earn their living doing this and blanks are really can be even at my prices a really profitable way to earn a living and give you a good hourly return if you're fast enough but not if you don't have the volume it does you no good to sell a blank for $11 if you only sell five of them. You want to be selling 500 of them. So, so I guess the point I want to make is that price is a tool. And I think people get caught up in the story they tell themselves about who they are and what price they should choose and how the price needs to match what their pricing strategy is for other parts of their product line. And they miss the opportunity to be the the obvious choice. When you look at the blanks, on this website, there is no real obvious choice. Some of the nicest looking blanks are the most expensive. And you could say to yourself, well, 
that person is charging more because they are uh, because they're nicer. But I look at that and I say, well, that person is missing an opportunity because they could have the nicest looking blanks and the lowest price and they could just clean up. Everybody who came to that site would want those blanks because they look the nicest and they're the lowest price. It's a slam dunk. You can tell that this is, it's both hard for me to talk about because it's so taboo and I feel like I'm gonna ruffle feathers, but it's also so important. This is the, this is the secret to people getting what they want if what they want is to earn a living at craft figuring out how to price your work and look i'm not saying keep your prices low forever if you look at me this october my prices for spoon blanks will go up they'll be six dollars so that means in three years i've doubled my price that i'm earning from the same activity and at the same time i probably probably quadrupled the amount of spoon planks that I'm making now versus what I was making before. So really that's, if my price is doubled and I've quadrupled the amount, I'm making eight times as much by next year from spoon blanks as I was when I began. So, but the secret I think was that my prices were low. I figured out what I was doing. I figured out my systems. I built a reputation. I figured out more iterations of the thing, right? It started out with me not knowing sort of how to batch them and how to group them and how to communicate about them to people. And now I have a lot of that stuff figured out, but it's still changing and developing. And more importantly, I've built up a roster of customers who you know, the nice thing about something like spoon blanks is that people who carve spoons who live in a city or don't have access to wood or need a spoon blank, they go through them. It's like selling food to somebody. It's not like selling, you know, a car to someone where they want one and then they're good for years. So getting repeat customers is everything. And building up relationships with customers where I have customers who buy multiple boxes a year from me. Boxes and boxes of blanks. And that comes from time. It comes from handling every order like it could turn into that. But it doesn't come from starting out acting like that's where I'm already at. And I think maybe there's an element of fake it till you make it, of acting like your stuff is at a certain level, not quality-wise, but just like reputationally-wise, until it is. And I don't think that's the right way to play it. Because there's no advantage to it. And... And so... Right? There's no advantage to it because it's not like you're impressing anyone. Like, 
the whole idea of fake it till you make it, right? It seems like two things. One is there's the outward facing, like dress for success and all that. And like people will give you opportunities. People who are in a position to give you opportunities will give you, give you opportunities because they assume things about you that maybe aren't true. That's one. And number two is that you will start behaving in a way that makes those things eventually become true because you're behaving. I have no idea where I left off. I was mid-rant. At any rate, I should wrap this up. The bottom line, it seems to me, is that there is tremendous opportunity for someone in the scene to come in and just have really low prices, really reasonable prices. And I see one or two people doing it and it seems like it's working for them. Seems like they're selling everything they are making and it's pushing them to make more. And then I see a lot of other people who seem like they are stuck and they're looking for ways to make it work without lowering their price and they're they're hiding their eyes from the fact that if they were to just lower their price that all of a sudden it would unlock a ton of demand and strategically would be a really smart thing to do And I know that as a community, sometimes we're afraid of ruffling feathers by making our prices lower than other people. I know I used to be that way. And I think we need to get over that. I certainly wouldn't care if somebody was charging way less than me. In fact, there is, there's a, there's a woman who's charging less than me because um, she's selling billets. And she's a friend of mine. Uh, and I, and I, I, I bought my tarp from her, Erica. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I think she's exactly on the money. I think she's doing exactly the right thing and it seems like her demand is there because she's at that sweet spot of price point and demand. And I think that's exactly right. And you can see that I am not here feeling grumpy that she's charging less than me, I am cheering her on. Because, frankly, I'm in a place where everything is working out for me. I don't need things not to work out for other people to feel like they're working for me. I don't need other people to be struggling to compete at the same price point as me for it to feel like that my thing is gonna work out. I feel like my thing is gonna work out just fine. And I just want it to work out for others. And I'm telling you guys, this is how to do it. Lower your damn prices. <laughs> Love y'all, bye.